0: Welcome to the Metaphysical Martini Show where wit and wisdom come together to bridge the gap between the spirit realm and the physical world with Ani Alvedisian, the Mad Shaman a production of CosmicReality.com Welcome to Metaphysical Martini. Three parts spirit, one part rational mind. Add two drops of optimism. Give it all a good hard shake and pour. Dress it with the olives of grace and empathy. Sit back. Sip slowly and contemplate the wonder of cosmic co-creation. And a hearty hello to everyone out there. Hello, hello, hello. Thanks for joining me for yet another round of cocktails on this week's Metaphysical Martini. The show that tries to sort out what's true, what's woo, and what gets flushed down the loo. In today's, propaganda is now aimed at the mentally disturbed... That strange sound you hear is insanity reverbed. Bill Gates has plans to make us eat our own turds. We need a whole new set of evocative swear words. The lights are on, but nobody's home. They are deep in the throes of Stockholm Syndrome, madcap, booby-trapped, handicapped, bizarro little world. As always, my darlings, We try to do this with as much dignity and decorum as can be mustered on any given day. As always, we are rarely successful, I will admit to that, but we are honour-bound to give it our best shot. And on this show, The Metaphysical Martini Show, we do love the odd shot now and then. Yes, we do. In fact, let me taste the cocktail du jour and see if I've made a good choice. Hold on, don't go away. Sipping is happening. Hmm. 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 You know, I think that's going to grow on me. Okay, more about that toward the end of the show. Ah, uh, if you're joining us for the first time, a very, very warm welcome to you. Be advised, this show is politically incorrect because we do not wish to erode our intellect. We don't do PC, we don't do CRT. This show is for people who know how the world works, for people who know who runs it, how and why. We understand the truth behind the establishment's depopulation and enslavement program. And we know that Antifa Antifa, is a bought-and-paid-for, rent-a-thug organization. And, you know, we just don't buy into the establishment's money laundering scheme known as BLM. On this show, we prefer BLT, preferably on toasted sourdough with a little bit of mustard and mayo. Metaphysical Martini, that's where the Holy Spirit meets top-shelf distilled spirits, and oh, what a blessed union that is. We Martini Heads, we are clear-headed common folk who believe in common sense, common decency, and common courtesy. We like to think we are the glitch we want to see in The Matrix. So, my darlings, if you want a false sense of comfort, this is not the show for you. If you are a chronic complainer and uh, abstainer, this show is not for you. If, on the other hand... You want to join us in seeking solutions as we plan the dismantling of corrupt institutions and the executions of corporate overlords. Welcome aboard. Buckle up, grab a drink, and let's ride the crazy carousel of misinformation together. On today's show, we are going to focus primarily on the manufactured myths related to sustainability and those pesky little 15 minute cities. Now, while I have no doubt that back in the day, some level headed environmentalists had legitimate concerns relating to centralization, big agriculture, etc., um, as with most things, the globalists took those legitimate concerns and reworked them to their advantage. You see, when you read all this United Nations stuff, it all sounds so good on paper, doesn't it? (coughs) Excuse me, I'm in the throes of um, hay fever here up in the Pacific Northwest. Um, So, as I was saying, it all sounds good on paper. But then you think to yourself, "Mm, something just doesn't sound right. And you begin to really study it and decipher it. And it doesn't take long to figure out that... um, This is no longer a plan for saving the environment. It's a plan for world domination and the enslavement of mankind. And the reason we're talking about it today, well, I talk about it just about every day, but the reason we're making it the focus of the show today is because many of you have figured out that this is the case. And you have sent the martini desk many panic-stricken emails and this makes me happy. You know, I've spoken about this in detail for over three decades now. But never mind, you are here now, and I am genuinely delighted to have you on board. There is support for you here, and also an open bar. Huzzah! Wherever you were before, that's the past. Move on. We have but one goal now and that is to obliterate the globalist ideology. For all of us, I think we can say, honestly, with patience comes grace. We have all come a long way. We waited, you joined us. Oh, happy day. So let's talk about this false sense of sustainability and all oh, the world is going to end and blah and, and unless you pay more taxes everything's going to hell but keep paying taxes and everything will get better. You know if you haven't seen through this by now let's go back to the very beginning. Let's start by saying there can be no freedom without respect for individual sovereignty. If this is not understood Nothing I say from this point on will make any sense to you. Almost everything I and, and people like me warned mankind about has come to pass. And people are now running around like headless chickens, you know, screaming, Oh my God, 15 minute cities. Oh my God, they are sexualizing our children. Oh my God, I can't withdraw my own money from the bank. Oh, my God, turbo cancer. Oh, my God, huge numbers of perfectly healthy people are dying suddenly. Oh, my God, they're trying to declare the U.S. Constitution null and void. Oh, my godly God, they are trying to criminalize free speech. They want to take away our right to defend ourselves. Oh, spiral, spiral. What shall we do? I say have a drink. I'm going to have one right now. Mm. Everything. Everything they are planning and desperately trying to implement is designed to either kill us or enslave us. It has always been the plan. It was never hidden. We just had to care enough to dig a little and to translate the spin doctor's cleverly created propaganda. Can't you see, my darlings, that trusting the government is insanity? It's pretty obvious now. And many are awakening from their bread and bread and circus induced slumber. But now that they are awakening, will they find the courage to defend their sovereignty? Do they even remember the meaning of sovereignty? Or will they roll up their sleeves, offer their arms, and ask for another hit of the clot shot? At this time, in this country, America, our guns are the only thing stopping the wolf from ravaging all we hold dear. And while we diligently work toward a massive shift in perception, and do whatever we can fighting a compromised, corrupt legal system, I guess the only meaningful words we have for the globalist establishment are brace for counterstrike. You guys... Hear me on this. You worship a fallen angel. We worship Source, Creator, I Am. Your gains are temporary, ours are eternal. So, down the road, who do you think is going to come out of this better? Please understand there can be no freedom without individual rights. I will say this over and over again until it sticks because there is no tier system for freedom. It's all or nothing. Mankind cannot be free unless it is free to decide how it lives. The tier system, that's not for freedom. The tier system is for slavery. Now make no mistake, the sustainability fallacy proposes, and I quote, an array of actions which are intended to be implemented by every person on Earth. Do you get that by every person on Earth? No free zones, 100 percent global slavery. And the establishment, through Agenda 21 and its offspring, wants, and again I quote, a profound reorientation of all human society, unlike anything the world has ever experienced. Those are chilling words for people who can read in between the lines. By convincing us that we are stewards of the environment, they seek to control every aspect of our lives 24-7. And this is what they have planned for us. And this is what we had better get up off our asses and fight against. So if we were to make a list, let's start with eliminating our right to private ownership. And bang, right there is the key. No private ownership means no individual rights. Down the list, forbidding us from entering woodland and wetland areas. And what does that do? That is disconnecting us from Mother Earth and her natural beauty. They don't want us taking off our shoes and walking barefoot in the wet soil. They don't want us swimming in rivers and lakes. They don't want us napping on the grass, falling asleep to sweet birdsong or the chirping of crickets or the croaking of frogs. No, no, no. They actually want us to eat the crickets and, you know, not the frogs because the French already eat those. But they want us to eat the crickets, not enjoy their song. What else? Well, certainly restricting what we can buy, where we can buy it and keeping the prices artificially and purposefully high. Have you been to the grocery store lately? Have you tried to fill up your tank? Have you tried to buy necessities? It's crazy out there. Everything has gone up 40% just from six, seven months ago. So down the list, I'll move on to restricting our civil rights, one click at a time until we wake up one morning As people in China have done, to find ourselves sealed inside our living quarters. They also want to restrict the number of children we can have. Now, aha, I know many of you have your own views about that, but it does go against free will. What else? Ah, yes, sustainability. It will restrict the amount of, um, well, it will restrict our allowance of certain foods and also the amount of trash that we create. So at first glance, when you read all this, you might think, well, you know, Arnie, I mean, these are environmental issues. They're valid, but they're not, you see. It really is a lie, all of it. I assure you, this planet can comfortably host and feed well over 8 billion people if we manage our resources efficiently. And centralization does not necessarily facilitate efficacy. If we rework urban sprawl and go back to having the majority grow their own food, we wouldn't need the vulture that is big agriculture. So they want to limit the food. And you're already seeing that, aren't you, in places like uh, the New World Order ghetto of New York. They want to restrict how much meat you can eat. Um, How dare they? I love a bit of ribeye. So along with the food, they want to limit the amount of water we can use. Water, my darlings. Splishy, splashy everywhere. The most abundant resource on the planet. And they want to create a lack of it. Until these people succeed in eliminating all private ownership of land, they wish to tell us what we can grow on that land, where, in what quantities. They want to have total control over land that we own until we no longer own it. They want to dictate to us what we can do and not do on our land. This is unacceptable. It has nothing to do with the environment. They are forcing collectivism on us, and collectivism read your history books, is slavery. On every level, these agendas are evil and unacceptable, and these people need to be arrested, tried, and if I have my way, executed for gross crimes against humanity. Look, civilization is never a smooth ride. We're always going to have ups and downs. We're going to have crop failures. You know, there's going to be high prices, Food's going to go up and go down. Utility prices are going to go up and down. Fuel as well. But it's very different, isn't it, when these events are planned by one central government, when they're a direct result of planned government policy. That is enslavement, pure and simple. And city councils, local councils already take too many liberties by mismanaging funds, funds that come from our tax dollars. The establishment today wants to turn all government bodies into sustainability boards with total control over our consumption and extrusion. I'm not making this up. It's all in black and white and it has been for decades. They are gung-ho for it now because they saw how easily people fell in line during the manufactured covid pandemic. You've got to be more engaged as citizens, people, citizens of your country, citizens of planet Earth. If you had bothered to read the 1987 United Nations report titled Our Common Future, you would have seen many red flags. And we would be in a different place now because you'd be in your local council offices going, excuse me, this is bullshit. I'm not falling for this. Who voted for this? I'm voting you out. Citizenship is not a spectator sport. Engagement is required. So Agenda 21 and its offspring, these are programs designed for the global control and restriction of our daily lives, including private property, individual rights and civil liberties, all in the name of environment and a very warped vision of social justice. These people in the establishment, they wouldn't recognize social justice if it walked in, dressed in Prada, announced itself loudly in 24 languages, and then proceeded to roll itself into a tube and insert itself into the chosen orifice. It is a globalist sociopath's socialist dream world. So when they use the term smart growth, people, this is smart growth. This is what they mean. Do you enjoy living in rural, semi-rural, or suburban areas? Because if you do, they want to put an end to that. They will encourage you, coerce you, to move into a smart zone, an urban area with centralized public transportation that apparently will contain everything you could possibly need for a fabulous life. They will make cars and fuels too expensive to be viable for the individual or for the family. And all roads will be toll roads and they will use eminent domain to move us out of our homes. In other words, they will force us to sell it to them at a price of their choosing. And they will move us out of our homes into 15 minute concentration camp cities, a place where population is concentrated and freedom of movement is severely restricted all in the name of the good of the planet, which is an outright lie and as they think up more ways to tax us, we will pay dearly for our own imprisonment. If you think that this isn't going to happen, it's already happening. Go to the UK, see the rebellion there against the 15-minute cities. And I do believe they're going to try it out in Cleveland, Ohio. So if you live in Ohio, do something. Smart growth. What does that mean? I'll tell you what it means. It means we get dumbed down and we have zero growth. So if you want increased gas prices, seizure of private property, forced population reduction via nefarious means, If you want to be denied access to vast tracts of natural beauty, if forced migration sounds good to you and you are happy to have the local sustainability board manipulate migration and transportation patterns, by all means, darlings, just sit on your asses until it's too late. For everyone else, those who value sovereignty above all else, start attending your local government meetings. Please remember that the Koch brothers bribed local officials long before they corrupted the Feds. Grassroots, you see. They went ahead and put the pesticide on the grassroots. There is a great deal of power at the local level. Central can command it, but if the local doesn't implement it, the bad guys have a problem. This is where we just love our local sheriff's departments. I mean, some of them are corrupt, but for the most parts, the sheriffs go, hang on a minute, we're not here for the feds. We're here to defend the constitution and to protect the people. And they're not going to implement these ridiculous gun laws and all this other bullshit that people are going to come up with. But the Sheriff's Department needs to know that it has your support in this. We must get involved at the local level. When anyone says they're doing something, usually raising taxes, for the greater good, please see it for the red flag it is. This puppet administration today here in America wants to raise gas prices so high that it will make living away from a smart city almost impossible. They want to manipulate you and make life difficult until all the rural, semi-rural and suburban areas are empty. Until the American dream is nothing but a distant memory and you are a caged parrot in a caged city repeating state-sanctioned propaganda, owning nothing and being happy because you will be heavily medicated. How else would you tolerate life in such a setting? And... There is a plan to destigmatize suicide, making it available painlessly at no cost. What? You don't want to contain your divine cosmic magnificence in a tiny experimental city? You don't want to be a lab rat under government control 24-7? Oh, well, we're sorry to hear that, says the establishment. But by all means, your benevolent sustainability board will send you home to heaven at absolutely no cost. You think this is a joke? Take a look at what's happening in Canada. The very nature of these agendas is demonic. Collectivism is contrary to free will. We live in a free will universe. Who in their right mind would give that up? Well, the answer is, of course, no one in their right mind would do so. For to do so means you have decided that you are worthless and undeserving of choice and voice. Is that the sum total of your incarnation? I mean, you might want to rethink that one before you succumb to the sustainability board's offer to send you home. So, okay. Let's talk about what this means with regard to education. And I'll quote, we must also expand the number of curricula, materials and training opportunities that teach the principles of sustainable development. Let me translate that for you. We must indoctrinate the young to stop thinking for themselves and become obedient establishment automatons, teaching future generations to reject the American dream in favor of a thinly veneered Orwellian nightmare which includes, by the way, allowing massive, unvetted immigration. And why is that a problem? Well, for many reasons. But the main one is this. It will alter the voting patterns in our communities. If you've been paying attention to the goings-on of the world at large, you will see that New World Order has been active for a while now. Creating conflicts for the sole purpose of moving large groups of people out of their countries, out of their comfort zones, into someone else's country, and all for the sole purpose of creating chaos. We don't all share the same values. We're all unique. We're all individual manifestations of source. We have a right to worship as we please and it harm none. But we don't all share the same values, and it's not going to be easy for certain groups to live with each other. I'll give you one example. Through the globalist regime that is the European Union, which I spit upon, Denmark was forced to accept a great many Muslim immigrants. So Denmark, lovely place, I've been there, produces a great deal of bacon. Some would say Denmark is a giant bacon factory. Bacon is part of the culture of of Denmark, and Danish bacon, by the way, those rashes, they're yummy. So what, you may ask? It doesn't seem to be a big deal. Why are you going on about Muslims and Denmark and bacon? see, it is a big deal, because now you have a sizable community that believes eating pork is taboo, and their children are now in the Danish school system, where pork sausages are served for lunch. So how would you like it if someone came to live in your home and told you you had to adjust your lifestyle to fit theirs? And you may laugh at my bacon story, ha ha ha, but I'm spot on, you see. Scandinavians are also big on not hitting their children or each other. Groups within certain immigrant communities think nothing of hitting their children or their wives. Why would you bring these communities together if not to cause chaos? And change voting patterns. It's not a small thing to say that you have to halt the pork industry. And it is, I'm holding on to the pig right now. I mean the pig is my example. Thousands of livelihoods depend on these pigs. I am sorry for the pigs, but they're delicious. So you see what I'm saying? When globalists say This is in the name of mutual benefit. What they mean is this is for our benefit, peons, not yours. You easily controlled fraidy cats, undeserving of free will. When they say we need to work for increased citizen participation in community and civic activities as professional and service organizations, every red flag should be ringing in our heads. Because what they mean is this. They are reminiscing about how wonderful Hitler youth was for them. They remember fondly little Soviet children marching in lockstep, wearing their cute little red sashes, waiting for an excuse to turn their parents into the state police for daring to question the glory of forced collectivism. They miss the days They could get us to do anything they wanted by saying it was for the glory of the motherland and the glory of the fatherland they were not pronoun confused at least that's something and i'll give them that with new world order mandatory national service will be implemented to quote lenin we must organize all labor no matter how dirty or arduous it may be so that every citizen may regard himself as part of the great army of free labor That was how the Bolsheviks described the implementation of mandatory national service. If you have read the Communist Manifesto, and I do hope that it was part of your general education, if you have read the Communist Manifesto, you will remember phrases such as um, equal liability of all to labor and uh, the establishment of industrial armies, especially for agriculture. Stalin, do you remember him? He was actually kind of a hippie hipster um, in the beginning. And then, of course, he became a paranoid dictator. But what did he do? He did exactly what the Dutch government is doing now, taking farms away from private ownership, because if you deny people the right to grow their own food, you decide whether they starve and die or live and thrive. You think it's about um, uh, phosphates? No, it's not. You think it's about the environment? No, it's not. It never has been. It's been about globalization, control, world domination. I think it was John Adams, second president of the USA, I think uh, 1797, 1801. I think that's when he served. He insisted that property must be secured or liberty cannot exist. And these agendas Commonly known as Agenda 21 and 2030, they seek to eliminate private property rights, the very foundation of individual sovereignty. The right to property. Calm down, Arnie, you're getting very pontificating here. Hello, my darlings. The right to property is the cornerstone and the prime ingredient for a prosperous and free republic. This should be any government's main purpose. To protect individual rights, not to usurp them as the current puppet administration of lock-stepped Luciferians is so fond of doing. Private property and freedom are inseparable. So when that filthy little rodent named Klaus Schwab comes out and says, You will own nothing and be happy. He means you will be rats in 50 minute city cages and I will be happy and you will think you are happy because we will put medications in your water which we control to keep you high and disoriented and disengaged so that your warm bodies with no brains just to keep our matrix going so please don't join the ranks of the dumb numb warm bodies instead become a martini head And join the ranks of the smoking hot souls. Huzzah! So let's review. What are the bad guys trying to achieve? Something new? No. No. Their agenda is the same as always. They just update it from time to time. And they give it a new name. So they want complete control over all individuals. All. None shall be left behind. They use fear. To get inside our heads freeze our systems to bypass rational thinking and once we are frozen in fear brainwashing is easy peasy lemon squeezy we are now rendered incompetent empty shells ready to accept their endless supply of poopy gander they want the complete destruction of private enterprise and the reason for that of course you know well it's obvious isn't it Slaves are not allowed to have possessions because it empowers them, gives them a sense of self. And a sense of self may lead to divine connection, which may illuminate their souls to see through their illusionary chains and give them the power to break free. Oh, my God. How terrible. Klaus Schwab just peed in his Kevlar panties. And I apologize for putting that horrible image in your heads. By all means, take a moment to step away now and throw up. I'll have a sip of my drinky poo while you take care of that. Get that image out of my head. Mm. I'm not sure if I'll make another one of these drinks, but it is sort of growing on me. We'll see. Mm. So many drinks. So little time. Where was I? Oh, yes. Moving on. They want to abolish the Constitution. (laughs) What? Who, Who abolishes the greatest Constitution ever written? Do I need to explain why that is not a good thing? If I do, please read and study the preamble to the Constitution of the United States, because our founding fathers went out of their way in the preamble to explain exactly why the U.S. Constitution is a work of art and why it's essential to mankind's development. They went out of their way to explain why the Constitution needed to be written. If you haven't read it, and you're an American, shame on you. What else? Oh, let's not miss the obvious, racial discord. Now, some level of racism, subtle or otherwise, exists in all societies, but look how far we've come. Honestly and truly, a few decades ago in this country, we had segregation. In South Africa, a few decades ago, Not only was it unthinkable that Nelson Mandela would ever come out of prison, who thought that not only he would come out of prison, but he'd end up being the president of a non-segregated society? I mean, look, we had a black president here. He was shit, of course, ours. But, you know, I mean, look how far we've come. And it's because we have come this far that the globalists want to create discord where none exists. BLM was a major embarrassment to all right-minded people, to all sane people. That's what I mean by right-minded, by the way. I don't mean right-wing. When I say right-minded, I mean in your mind, not in your ego. People who have a healthy level of self-respect. And we know beyond all shadow of doubt, it was a money laundering operation for the loony faction of the left, you know, with a couple of notable side effects. It activated those with a victim mentality, and therefore no self-respect, and it showed the world how clueless and lock-stepped the majority of liberal white people are. And I am not insulting anyone here. I would use very different adjectives and a very different tone if I were to set out to insult someone. I am simply stating the obvious. And you know who you are. Ha ha ha! And you know that you fell for the oldest trick in the book. The next one comes under dismantling the Constitution, which we've covered in a bit, but I'm going to single it out. It is about the globalists' desire to ban all private gun ownership. First may I say, good luck with that matey, and good luck finding people willing to go door-to-door in America (laughs) asking people to hand in their firearms. I receive mail from time to time from the great white clueless brigade saying things like, how many children have to die just so you can keep your machine guns? First off, <clears throat> machine guns? Ooh, I don't have any machine guns, but I wish I did. But seriously, and I lose count of the times I've had to repeat this. We have millions upon millions of guns in this country. If guns were the problem, everyone in America would be dead by now. Would you give up your car because a drunk driver killed someone? Should we ban all cars because drunk driving happens? Should men cut off their penises because a woman in their neighbourhood was raped? Can you not see the stupidity of your statement? You talk rubbish because the poopy gander has infiltrated your previously rational minds. Do you know what would happen if every American handed in their guns? New World Order would be implemented in a heartbeat, and we would have to use frying pans and slingshots to defend ourselves against a fully armed professional military, which I very much hope would never raise their weapons against citizens. The only reason we don't have United Nations troops patrolling American streets is because we are armed and we would shoot back. And shooting back is the right and proper thing to do when you are being coerced into slavery. Get a clue, people, and stop talking rubbish, please. Thank you. All right. Drinky poo. Drinky poo. Hang on. Mmm. Mmm. That sip tasted better than the last sip. What else does this mean? This false sustainability they want to ban religion now (laughs) ha ha now i make no secret of my views on religion i think it's immature and we should have moved on yonks ago to a more direct understanding of our cosmic divine nature but when the globalists say they want to ban religion what they mean is they want to ban all they want to ban all connection to god to the higher self to all that is I have many names, by the way, for the one that is too great to have a name. The top echelons of the globalist pyramid worship Lucifer because Lucifer turned away from the prime directive. Once genetic material was available, he experimented with it. He decided he did not need to run things by the creator. After all, he had the material in his hands and he could create his own version of life. But without creator's vibration, the power of unconditional love to actually power the creations they didn't live for long and they were they weren't easily controlled so a new source of energy was needed to feed the creations and that energy was fear which was written into the human blueprint as a corruption because fear is not part of the original divine blueprint it's ego programming and without it fear could not take a hold of mankind and we don't need fear we have a perfectly decent awareness system written in by the divine. In addition to demolishing individual sovereignty, religion, and all notions of divine connection, they wish, of course, to demolish national sovereignty. This is what the original plan for the European Union was. Take down all borders. Force communities with different values and belief systems to live together in chaos and destroy any notion of what it means to be English, Swedish, French, German, Armenian, whatever. And then, then they'll turn around and say, well, since there are very few English people living in England now, let's not call it England anymore let's call it global region number one forward slash gb.uk forward slash f-u-h-a-h-a dot forward slash p.s region still has good fish and chips i have talked about this for years now and people people who have no idea how the world works laughed and mocked well you're not laughing now are you and if you are I hope you're laughing at yourselves. But if you have figured it out, get off your asses and do something about it. Once you take away national sovereignty, what can you do? Oh, I know what you can do. Ooh, 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 tell me, Annie. I'll tell you. You can remove presidents and prime ministers and bring in the globalist AI minions to run your country. If I could press a button right now and destroy anything I want. I would start with the European Union. I do have a very long list, but I would definitely start with the EU. So, what's the ultimate goal? What is the end game? Depopulation? Well, yes. It's much easier to manage a few than it is to manage the masses bringing the number of living, breathing, but not thinking automatons down to a manageable level around half a billion or less. That's the goal. Just enough slave bodies to keep the mad matrix going so the bad guys can see profit from their planet Earth franchise. Well, you say, Arnie, they've done that with war. Well, wars are wonderful ways to kill people, aren't they, while making money for the bad guys. But it's a lot of bother and a lot of mess. Mind control is cleaner and easier. Plandemics, well, they require a great deal of preparation. People have to be dumbed down and that takes many years. You know, the intellect eroded. They have to be steered away slowly from critical thinking and common sense. But the payoff is greater and cleaner. At some point, said the corporate overlords, we will have them just where we want them and we will strike emotionally exhausted, running around in circles, unable to process their thoughts, totally reliant on mainstream news. They will feel disconnected from reality unless they're looking at some sort of a screen. But here's the rub, they won't even realize how disconnected they are. We will train them to hate the silence, for God speaks in the silence. Their souls will scream for connection, and they will interpret this not as the voice of spirit, but as rage. They will not know where to direct that rage, but we, we the corporate overlords and rulers of this planet, we will tell them, and we will tell them who to love, who to hate, when to eat, when to poop. And when the time is right, we will fill their fractured minds with a level of fear so intense. They will believe every word we say, and they will line up and beg us to save them from the issues we ourselves created. Ha ha. Oh, how clever we are. And oh, what a glorious day that will be when we get people to beg for and to pay for their own demise. Well, my darlings, are you waiting for that day? Because you know what? That day's already here. Does that mean it's over? No. Of course not. We came down for the expansion of consciousness, not diminishment of consciousness. Are you upright? Are you walking? Are you breathing? Then it's not over. Now, do you care about the future? That's the thing. If you do, and I hope you do, then we have to fix things in the now. Please learn about one world government, new world order. Research Agenda 21, Smart Cities, Agenda 2030. Research the Rothschilds, the Rockefellers, the Bilderberg Group. Understand, above all, the term global warming is a lie told to end democracy. Mother Earth is not worried. She has an excellent immune system. And it's not physical pollution that will kill her. It's mankind's mindset. It's the vibration we emit. That's what pollutes her. Darlings, I guess that's enough pontificating for today. Let's move on to something else. Um, let's take a moment to thank the people who make intergalactic distribution of this show possible. Mystical wares in Mount Vernon, Washington. Yes, folks, you may not have known this, but mystical wares is where the Jedi Knights shop when they have their annual field trip to planet Earth after annihilating battalions of stormtroopers and blowing up the Death Star. They deserve an all-out shopping spree, and their supplier of choice is. Mystical wares in Mount Vernon, Washington, an oasis of light, in in other words, otherwise dark universe. I spoke to Master Yoda the other day and asked him, Master Yoda, where do you buy your Shungite? And he replied, tell you I will and not belabor. Mystical wares. I also pick up spare parts for my light saber. So there you have it, folks. If it's good enough for Master Yoda and the Jedi elite, it's certainly good enough for the rest of us. Mystical Wares in Mount Vernon, Washington, mysticalwares.com. Online or on location, you'll be sure to give them a standing ovation. Off-planet delivery is currently unavailable, but there is plenty of parking for smaller shuttle-class spacecraft. All right. What else shall I plug? Me. um, Please. Do take a moment once in a while and visit my website, arneavidician.com, to see what I have on offer. My Cosmic Conversations are quite popular. May the 27th, uh, I'm doing Iron Rand, Reality, Reason, Self-Interest and Capitalism. So join me and the gang as we explore why Rand is hailed as a beacon of common sense and light in a world disoriented and obsessed with darkness. On June 24th, I'm going to be presenting the Constitution of the United States of America, an overview. It is, of course, the fundamental law of the US federal system and government and a landmark document of the Western world. It is also the oldest written national constitution in use. This constitution defines the principal organs of government and their jurisdictions and the basic rights of citizens. It is a masterpiece. A masterpiece the current puppet administration seeks to destroy, as it wants to make America a New World Order outpost populated by docile, obedient, bug-eating slaves. And I am not alone in saying that will never happen. And on July 29th, 2023, I shall be giving you a lovely overview of the philosopher Plato, who was an Athenian citizen of high status. He wrote The Republic. He was named the maker of mathematicians and Everybody wants to hang out in Plato's cave. So we're going to talk about this chap and what was his contribution to society and why we're still so bedazzled by him. So these Cosmic Conversations are by Zoom. And in addition to exploring fascinating content, you'll meet new friends, new martini heads. And if you can't make the Zoom call, you can request an audio version of the presentation. It's all on the website, so just go there. Um, And as always, Listeners are welcome to send their questions and comments to me at ani at ArnieAvadisian.com, Cosmic Ani, P.O. Box 714 Wilsonville, Oregon, 97070 USA, if you want to send an actual postcard or a letter. As you know, if you follow this show, we almost always start the show with quack, questions, answers and comments. But once in a while, once in a while, I feel the need to address something of note. In detail. And today, that was the fallacy of uh, sustainability and the 15 minute city concentration camps because they are a thing and they are happening and they are a bad thing and they need to stop happening. If you're a spirit centered free thinker, secular or other, you can join my Telegram group, Oni Mad Shaman Avidician Chat. Be advised, this is a group for people who understand deep state ideology, who know how the world works. We don't have discussions as to whether or not there is a deep state, and it is not an education forum per se. It is a social group for like-minded patriots from all walks of life. Our members are primarily, but not exclusively, from the USA. Um, After all, Metaphysical Martini is headquartered in Oregon, USA. But we are fighting the same enemy worldwide, so all are welcome. Um, Be aware the chat is in English, as English is the commercial language of the USA. Business is done in the USA with the English language. The chat channel is open 24-7, and we have a voice chat every Tuesday at 6pm Pacific Time it's laid-back man, and it's informal, and most of us, to be honest, are kind of goofballs, but we take our commitment to restoring the Republic very seriously. Okay, let's break it up a bit. I was going to play the kazoo for you all, but with this hay fever, it really sounded like a dying alien child and very unpleasant, so I'm not going to go for the kazoo today, but let's have a couple of funny poems, because folks, After a hard day's shamaning, I like nothing better than going home, putting my feet up, having a nice cup of tea or a small drinky poo, and writing really bad, yet occasionally brilliant, non-peer-reviewed poetry. So this one, I think I might have put this on a podcast, but it was back in 2019, or something like that. This one is called The Hobbit with Smelly Feet. Let me have a sip, and I'll read it to you. Mm. Mm. Here goes, The Hobbit with Smelly Feet. Once upon a time in the land of Bongo, there lived an old hobbit, and his feet sure did Pongo. He tried everything from brillo to vim, and still nobody would sit next to him. What should he do? He was ever so lonely. And he was a nice chap, gentle and homey. A friend, maybe too, was all he desired. But the odour of feet left good folks uninspired. One night in a dream, he had a strange vision. The foot fairy appeared and explained with precision. The smell from your feet, oh, such putrefaction, required some research and immediate action. The water you drink is not good, it is risky. From this moment on, Hobbit, you must switch only to whiskey. The hobbit obeyed and to his elation his feet no longer smelled of a rotting crustacean dressed to the nines he ventured to town when the people smelled him they no longer frowned life was much better he now had many friends this story is silly so now it will end (laughs) and i'm going to give you a little light-hearted limerick here there once was a girl named martini who loved eating plates of linguine when she came close to stuffed she ran laps huffed and puffed then came home and ate six tortellini uh yeah those are my italian-american friends (laughs) now my darling um i want to share a little something with you okay just because you follow someone on social media or wherever just because you follow someone you feel is on the same page as you It doesn't mean you should accept what they say as the gospel truth. Now, I'm someone who keeps myself to myself. I don't go out much. But lately, I have interacted with a few groups who think along the same lines as I do. And I found that while they are aware enough not to believe the absurdities churned out by the establishment's propaganda machine, they're nowhere near as selective when it comes to their chosen spokesperson. So please be aware of this and don't make the same mistake. I mean, a couple of examples could be, I was in one of the groups and they said, well, there's this reference um, to Charles III's coronation. Um, they were told that there was, they'd, they'd seen a picture of this shadowy figure that walked across a hallway and, and it looked like it was wearing a cloak and holding a sword. And, and uh, the rumor is that, well, that was to remind Charles III that Charles I was beheaded. So I thought, what the hell are these people talking about? So I looked for this shadowy figure. And my partner found it, and we slowed it down frame by frame, put it into context, watched the rest of the coronation. And we concluded it was just a, a priest or some ceremonial official walking across a hallway holding an object. And we also noticed, I mean, noted that Charles would not have seen this. And even if he had, which he didn't, um, it would have made no impact on him since it was just a bloke holding something, walking from point A to point B for a few seconds. It didn't smack of symbolism designed to threaten, and it was not a grand enough or clear enough gesture for that. And by the way, we no longer behead kings in England. Um, So don't let things go out of hand just because someone you admire said them. And the other thing that comes up once in a while is this notion that mankind is going to skip the fourth dimension altogether and go straight from upper third to fifth. This is ridiculous. Uh, Mother Earth is going back to her fifth dimensional persona, but not we humans there seems to be this rumor circulating that the fourth dimension is a dodgy place where everyone is stuck in an endless cycle of reincarnation and all that was going to go away apparently when we ascend and each soul will go straight back into source instead of having to go through the various heavens this is not how our universe is currently set up only the most enlightened aligned souls go straight back into source and even then even then they require a period of purification so please 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 use your common sense when entertaining these notions. Don't assume that people who are like-minded know what they are talking about. In my experience, well, some do, some don't, some it's 50-50. But honestly, some of these people have thousands of followers, which is lovely But they feel they must keep these followers entertained and engaged. And perhaps they talk a lot of rubbish to pad things out. I'm not talking down to anyone. I'm just saying this has been coming up a lot recently. Just be aware. That's all I am asking. Don't fall into the trap. If you're not going to believe the absurdities from the cabal's propaganda, Why should you believe the absurdities from the propaganda of the people that you follow? Remember, it is a misinformation war on all sides. Okay, so level heads, people. And oh, my God. I mean, we're really coming up to the end of the show. I don't believe it. Let me finish my drink. Hold on. Mm. Okay. Well, folks, I think I'm going to have to say that's it for this week. I hope. You enjoyed listening in as much as I enjoyed being with you because I had a blast. Why wouldn't it be a blast? I get to be with you all and share my brilliance and my bullshit. It's a wonderful thing. Today's real life cocktail was, um, past tense because I have finished it, it was a Tipperary cocktail. (laughs) And here's how you make it. Three quarters of an ounce of Irish whiskey. I recommend Tullamore Dew. That's my go-to Irish. Three quarters of an ounce of green chartreuse. There is only one chartreuse. And three quarters of an ounce of sweet vermouth. I highly recommend you spend the extra money and switch to Carpano Antica. It is the best sweet vermouth on the market, and it's not very sweet. So you pour all of this over cracked ice. You stir it well, not shake, stir. Strain it into a small cocktail glass, about three ounces and sip and enjoy and I think you're going to have to take a nap afterwards but it's okay it's an interesting cocktail I'll go for it I'll make another one. Now remember folks cocktails are great if they are an occasional treat. If you use top quality ingredients and take the art of mixology seriously one drink is all you need. I am Ani mad as the days long Avedisian This was Metaphysical Martini, a production of Cosmic Reality Radio, to whom we are most grateful. Until we meet again, my darlings, get involved in local politics, learn to identify the dirty tricks within the matrix, and above all, let the spirit inhabit the human. Have been listening to The Metaphysical Martini with Ani Alpadisian The Mad Shaman, a production of cosmicreality.com.